When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Cold open question of the week, Kaz. Shoes, what up? Kyrie Irving was just Uh-oh. traded to my Dallas Mavericks. Okay. Who's the Kyrie Irving of professional wrestling? <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. That is a loaded question if I've ever seen one. Uh, the Kyrie Irving of professional wrestling. God. You can take he, that however you want it. I mean, you know. There's so many ways to take it. It's like, all right, like somebody who's insanely talented but probably doesn't want to do uh, is it is it is it CM Punk? It's probably Ooh. CM Punk, right? Like it's gotta <laughs> That's be. pretty good. That's That's pretty, be, I was right? gonna say Roman Reigns takes a lot of time off and he's a champ, you know. Uh, uh, I mean a guy like like, you know, CM Punk. Yeah, and CM Kyrie Punk's Irving, probably the both, answer. Both uh yeah. very uh convicted by their morals. Um, you know, some people Cults of personality is a big thing with both of them. There you go. Uh, both insanely talented and can talk very well and sound very smart if you give them a lot to talk about. But after maybe like a few short Google searches, you see that they're probably not. <laughs> don't have well, the answers. Well, like, and, and despite everything, both of them uh, are just incredibly popular in some quarters in the locker room. Right. I mean, the, the Kyrie gets more hugs and daps than anybody else in the league after games and punk. Despite the nuclear bomb he set off, is still has still has a lot of people that seem to really like. He's 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 exactly like Kyrie Irving. It's like the <laughs> more crazy things he says, the more people like. You know, he's got a point though. Like, mm-hmm. You know, so it's like eh, all right. I thought it, I I thought it would be more complicated answer than that, but that's your. But I guess you're right. Let's start the show. What's going on, Jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Rose Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. Husky, Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to them. And you're listening you're to You're listening to You are listening to And you're listening, you're listening to You are listening to The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man 
Welcome to the Mask Man, Mask Mondays with Kaz. How you doing, bud? I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself, man? I'm doing good. The NBA trade deadline is this week, as just alluded to um, in the cold open. And to celebrate, we've got the gang, a giant gang here. We got a a whole five. We could run a five right now. Yeah, we could. Our producer, Brian Waters, is here as usual. Super producer, Ben Cruz, who handles, as if you don't know it, runs most of the the NBA podcast content uh, for TheRinger.com is here as well, as is our guy, Phil Schneider, uh, the the matches of the week impresario. Um, We're going to talk imaginary pro wrestling trades, made up pro wrestling trades. Among in the entire world of pro wrestling, company to company, as if wrestling companies were NBA teams. Um, and we're gonna probably spend most of the show doing that. But before we get there, we got to hit on a couple things. One, Sami Zayn versus Roman Reigns is official for Elimination Chamber, and it was set up with more gusto. I think that's an appropriate word than I was expecting. Sami just came out to the crowd in a hoodie, as one does. And started laying it in on Roman Reigns and said, you know, I want your title. And Roman came in and then, of course, beat him down again and said, you can have my title. But I was expecting a mad title or I had fancy booked a, a title versus career match of some sort <laughs> or whatever. But no, it's just like, no, what I want is to embarrass you in front of your family because you messed up my family. So it's going to be at Elimination Chamber and it's going to be big, man. That pop is going to be out of control. What do you think, Kaz? Man, I was so excited for this matchup. Uh, I'm a sucker for hoodies in the crowd. So when he came out and, uh, God, at least, is, is Sami Zayn at least in the, in the top three spear power rankings at this point, right? Like he's oh, got to definitely crack top three with that spear. I think right? Edge <laughs> has to officially stop using the spear now. He's yeah, got, the, he just the got the knocked hug, out of the contending. The, the running hug is not like <laughs> Sami Zayn just put his shit to shame. Like there's no way. And uh, I, I, I guess I'd go, it's, it's, it's Goldberg's still got the top spot. Yeah, because he really tried to hurt people, or he, he really, really did yeah, hurt people. Like he was really, he's really, he's really throwing his shoulder in the boat. He was really also the first person to do it. I remember right after he debuted, I was talking to somebody who was an indie wrestler in Virginia. He was like, no, you're not supposed to do that kind of thing at a wrestling ring. You're really going to hurt people. <laughs> so he was yeah. also kind of the inventor of it, right? Was he before, before? He did it before Rhino? Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't yeah, even yeah, think yeah. Rhino was wrestling when Goldberg was around. Oh yeah. wow! Okay, yeah. Um, was, shows you what could I tell am. you could tell the difference between like Goldberg spear and like the spears of workers like past him, where it's like, okay, this spear is used to hurt, and this spear is used to look really cool. Like I'm just gonna jump, and you're gonna catch me. Whereas Goldberg's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm gonna drive you through the fucking mat. <laughs> I'm gonna keep doing that. But um. I'm really excited for this match. Uh, Sammy, uh, like you said, like I did think it was going to be a little bit more um, build up, but I think the build up is being saved for Jay, right? Like it kind of seems like the real story is like where Jay stands between all this, you know, like Roman is definitely his cousin, but he's also kind of abused him and gaslit him for the past like two years. Man, Sammy is kind of this person he's hated for the past two years, but only in the past maybe three or four months has realized like he's seen the best person version of me and, uh, you know, seen the best of me when nobody else really did. So I think that's where the real story is. I don't think anybody, I think even your biggest Sammy defenders aren't necessarily, well, I'm not necessarily jazzed up about like who the champion is. Like we kind of know where that's happening. I think we're all really interested in the story, which has kind of been the, uh, the backbone of this entire bloodline storyline for the long time. And, and right now the main character 
has like shifted to Jay and his whereabouts and where he stands. So I'm really excited for this, even though it happened kind of quickly and, um, you know, the pop was insane, but I'm excited to see, uh, Sami Zayn in a main event match with consequences. And I don't know how many people have been listening to the show for a long time, but if you have been, and you know how much I bangs with main event Sami Zayn from like his NXT days in black and gold. And he was having like classics with Cesaro, classics with Shinsuke Nakamura, classics with Kevin Owens and, and, and Neville, a.k.a. Pac. Like this is really like the first big match uh, uh, Sami's had in, on the main roster since probably Battleground. You know what I mean? With Kevin Owens mm-hmm. as a babyface. So I'm really excited to see babyface main event Sami for the first time in like his all like white meat baby face glory. I'm really we, excited for that. Is he is he gonna go back to the old ska theme song, you think? This oh, is gonna be the part? full Yeah. Yo, so yo, so right, like I thought, you know, I guess like legally, like there was like some falling out with CFO. And I think that's why like a lot of like the CFO classics either got like remixed or like completely dropped or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh so I I don't think we're gonna get worlds apart, but I don't know. The the new music has kind of grown on me recently, you know. Like I used to love the ska joint and you know and the and the dancing or whatever. But the new the new Sammy music has kind of grown on me for a while. Total aside, but from what I understand, the issue is with CFO and the record label or whoever uh, had the had the rights to it, and the and the label was was messed around with the prices and and also not CFO wasn't really collecting much in the in the deal. So I, I don't know if WWE didn't if they were overcharging WWE or WWE just didn't. They took moral offense to the fact that CFO wasn't collecting. I don't know what it was, but CFOs is, uh, is I, th- I think they're morally in the clear on that one. But yeah, it's, okay. it, it, I miss a lot of those songs. Well, I mean, uh, you know, they gave they gave Drew his uh, his um, his broken dreams at a uh, at Clash at the Castle. So who knows? Maybe maybe they'll dip back into the bag and pay whatever royalties that need to be paid to to let Worlds Apart bang out in Montreal. But we'll mm-hmm. see. Um, also, we had uh, NXT Vengeance Day, not Vengeance, not Judgment Day, not <laughs> Judgment on its own. Um, it was a pretty good show. Uh, I was we didn't even talk about it last week because my hype level was relatively low. But the card it wasn't exactly you know old school like black and gold era NXT in terms of work rate and delivering. But there was some pretty fun stuff on the card. We got the uh, we got the uh, Dabakato returning. The former is it? What, what was his rank? Aziz was he a Colonel he was Aziz? Com- Commander Aziz. Commander Aziz. Aziz sorry, <laughs> no, we, need, we don't need any stolen valor accusations here. Sure um, <laughs> Roxanne, uh, Roxanne Perez came out on top, uh, as did Braun Breaker. Who, speaking of Spears, uh, I think might have actually like fractured Grayson Waller's spine uh, in that last stanza. Um, but wait, really? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, he no. just—it was like one of the most compelling-looking. <laughs> Grayson Waller just folded in half. I mean, just to, just did a total toe touch, and it looked amazing. Uh, but we have Phil Schneider here, who in his matches of the week column this week put Wesley versus DiJack as the best WWE match of the week. Um, it's not the DiJack versus Lee uh, that that you might be th- that you might be dreaming of, but it is. Uh, it was a hell of a match. So, what was your take? I liked it a lot better than I liked those DiJack lead matches. I was never a fan of those. I always thought I was like, oh, look, they're big and they're doing cruiserweight stuff, except it's not as fast and maybe it's <laughs> a little awkward. And mm-hmm. it is that I guess it's cool that he's tall and does that, but maybe he should just not 
do that and let the guys that are smaller and better doing it do that. And it, also like, it also, I think, I think it pigeonholed him too because he could only yeah, do that really stuff did. with Keith Lee. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was like a. So I was not. I was never. I know those got like a lot of uh, hype, and you know, Meltzer gave them a billion stars, and they did BWG for the first time. And I was always a little underwhelmed. So I like Dijak better as a guy who uses his athleticism as a way to bump really good for Rana's for little guys, rather than a guy who's doing like, you know, trying to do junior heavyweight spots at that size. And he's mm-hmm. better at just a guy kicking. I, I wrote my column. It's pretty amusing that the re the, the reboot of Dijak is that he's going to do a Cobra gimmick from, uh, I think <laughs> that's a movie from 1986, yeah. which has got to be, you know, there you could go. There's a you could do a legendary top ten list of a of outdated cultural references used by the WWE, but a movie from forty years ago as yeah. your new as your new uh, <laughs> reboot of somebody's gimmick is pretty. Uh, it's it's got to be pretty high on the list. But yeah, I liked. I thought Wesley uh, a lot of respect for a guy who put was got put through no fault of his own in a very tough position uh, mm-hmm. when his partner got fired. And was has been able to like sort of turn it up and become a real. Uh, and I just assumed that he was done when that was up. Like that was it for him. He was going to be, you know, in impact in a in a couple in a month or two. And instead, he's you know got himself a title run and doing really well. And I don't know where he, if he's got a place on the top roster really at his size, but has found himself a real good niche in NXT. And I'm excited. There's a lot of matches. I would be excited to see him in with that belt. Um, yeah, so I liked it. It was good. I didn't think we needed... I mean, the sort of story of the night is probably a little too much booking in almost every match. Like, yeah. I, didn't yeah. think, I don't think we needed Tony D'Angelo and Stax in that match. I don't think we needed um, Dabakato. I think that kind of put, put, took a lot of the steam out of that Carmelo Hayes um, match. Yeah. And so I had a little bit, it was like, all right, settle down a little bit you can just let these guys do their thing and then maybe if you want to have tony d'angelo come in after the match or or domicato come in after the match that's probably the better way to do it um yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. i enjoyed it yeah yeah it was a, it was a very enjoyable show overall um got a couple new sets of tag team champions um you know things happened that was good. Things did happen. Um, I'm surprised <laughs> Gallus is the guy, the guys out of all those NXT UK ones that end up with titles and, and a push. That would not I don't have know. Been I feel like I feel I like, how would I have predicted it? I do feel like they were the more established tag team. You know what I mean? Like I think you know the NXT tag team division definitely needed a refresh, and I think that's even the reason why they even brought the New Day in. You know, they're like, hey man, come here for a few weeks, hang out in Florida. And help make a few guys that need some guys. And if you aren't watching NXT UK every week, you probably, you know, you probably have a, a faint idea of who Gallus is. But like, I think, you know, if this is your first time really getting to sink your teeth into who they are, especially with the injuries and the visa issues and the travel and all that type of stuff, like maybe this is the plan for them weeks ago or months ago. And sure. they just, you know, probably are just getting around to it. So who knows? Um, I, I do like Gallus though, man. Like I think, I like uh, Gallus. yeah, man, they're like, a good just... old school tag team. And and I and and I, I mean, there might be some aspect of this when WWE is being, you know, accused of formally demolishing the in, the UK indie scene over the past month. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that maybe this is a little uh, karma. Yeah, they, make, they only make made good. Walter like a, a, a international megastar in the process, yeah. but they'll 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 survive. It's okay. <laughs> um, UK and, UK indie scene. 
so many creeps in the UK and DC in some ways. Maybe like, <laughs> we got our fair share over I mean, here too, I mean, man. If you looked at Speak It Out, that was like that was a progress card from uh, from like 2012. So maybe you know, all right. Maybe, I'm, maybe I forgot it. Was this was this Stokely Hathaway that had to stand up and he was like, "Yo, if you want to get away with some crime, just go to NXT UK." <laughs> like they ain't doing shit. They are doing shit over there. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Producer Ben is waving his arms right now. I think we have to move on. Um, we, uh, so anyway, um, any other notes on that card? Any other, any you guys? Anybody else have any NXT? I mean, yeah, NXT Vengeance Day highlights. Brian, um, ben. big big fan of of Roxanne Perez after this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. I think between Royal Rumble um, and this match, like she's really established herself as like okay, like she is. Um, I mean, obviously, it doesn't hurt that like Booker T is like your biggest cheerleader and she, he's on commentary as well but i think she really got to shine in this match um toxic attraction you talk about people who are dealt bad hands when it comes to like wesley toxic attraction was probably in the same sort of boat but i think mm-hmm. you know in weird ways like this kind of usually works out like you know a lot of times if i believe i could be wrong but I feel like if the company or your company doesn't believe in you and like something happens is out of your hands and you're in a tag team or you're in a stable or something like that they probably never did believe in you, right? And uh, mm-hmm. I think with with Wesley, like, you know, he always was very interesting and had a great look and he's hella athletic. And, you know, the North American title thing kind of came out of nowhere, but this match with Dijak really, okay, now he has something that he could put up on his resume and be like, yo, I did that. And I think the same thing with Toxic Attraction where... Again, put in the bad situation, losing Mandy Rose, but now you're shot put into like the NXT women's, you know, title picture. And, you know, like they, they had a great match. Uh, obviously, Roxanne Perez uh, stood tall a- after all of it. And she's, um, she's really starting to turn into a very capable. I mean, it's weird. Like I can't remember the last time the NXT women's division had like a true babyface champ. Like, it's been a long ass time, like probably mm-hmm. black and black and gold ever, really. Like Mandy Rose was the only NXT she was champ for champion. a long time. Yeah, <laughs> she's the only NXT women's champion in the post black and gold era. You know what I'm saying? And before that, I came. I think I think it might have been Rhea, or I forgot who was women's champion before that. But you know, it's it, you're painting with a new canvas right now in NXT, yeah. and um, I think Roxanne Perez is doing like a really good job of you know establishing what that could be going forward, and uh, I think it bodes well for her in the future especially in the in the in the um in the in the main roster when she gets that chance um because it's hard to be a babyface champion but she did that very but, well against and you're right about toxic attraction to too i mean both both jc jane who's been uh, just a kind of a low-key real standout for mm. a number of months now uh and Gigi dolan looked really good in that match dolan's giving me i mean this might be sacrilege in some quarters really giving me sensational sherry martell vibes oh wow uh, and so and some of her well, with, the, with the uh with the with the expressions right like yeah very, yeah yeah i mean yeah. just like every like all that everything outside the ring was mm-hmm. just i mean uh, i was having flashbacks um <laughs> but yeah ben brian any takes on this I, show i just want to know is Dijak okay my guy took one of the roughest bumps <laughs> I've seen in a while on his oh, neck. Oh, and his finger is hella broke. And then they <laughs> zoomed in on his finger <laughs> right before they cut away. From oh, the, yeah. The his finger got match. jacked up. That was disgusting. I, 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 I can't unsee that. I, I'm still seeing it this morning. Uh, and I just want to know if he's, if he's okay. I think he posted about it on Instagram, so I think he is okay. But that was a rough, 
like five, ten minute stretch for our guy Dijak. That was uh, yeah. a lot, a lot yeah, of crazy not, stuff. Not a ton you can do with a broken finger. You just kind of kind of tape it up and, and 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 keep it rolling. But he might be out of out of uh, commission for a couple of weeks for sure. That was nasty. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, maybe yeah. he can make that part of his new gimmick. He's already just he's kind of he just gets the the peace sign all the time or something, <laughs> and his fingers brought it about. And my biggest takeaway is I'm ready for the Carmelo Hayes era. You know, the, yeah. the standoff at the end, like, give it to me. I'm ready. I'm ready for him to get his, uh, you know, his just and be the face of NXT. Um, I don't know. Are, are you re- are you he, more ready for him to be the face of NXT or more ready for him to be on the main roster? Because there's see, the question. He kind of was the is, face of NXT. Like yeah, honestly, to be honest, like. Braun Breaker is kind of boring. Like, I watch NXT because I'm tricking Mellow, man. Like, he kind of already is the face of NXT. You know, I'm I'm looking at it like he's Mr. Tuesday Night. I I would love to see him on the main roster. But right now, I'm just trying to figure out, like, where would he be right Mm. now? So, you know, I don't see him beating Gunther. And I don't, you know, sure, I don't see how long, you know, the thing with Theory... I think he's fitting like a glove on Monday Night Raw. I think Monday okay. Night Raw needs some needs some needs some new faces, some younger faces outside of Theory. Um, I feel like they tried, they're trying stuff with like the Ali's of the world and like mm-hmm. you know the guys that are just kind of like floating. But it's like there hasn't really been like a new impact guy on Raw. Not impact like the wrestling, but impact as in like uh, you know <laughs> uh, you're pulling me up from another company or another show or a big trade like. The last like truly impactful like raw acquisition might have been Becky. And uh, that's that's, that's a while ago. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I think I think Carmelo and Trick would fit in perfectly on Monday Night Raw as either baby faces or heels. You know what I mean? Like I think they'd be hella interesting. There's not a whole lot of, you know. And please, God, don't put them in the hurt business. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> well, if I if I may if I may interrupt, Carmelo Hayes would look great on Monday Night Raw. He would be fun as the face of NXT. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. But some might argue he, you know, has a lot of value and should be shipped to another wrestling company <laughs> while his stock price is high. Professional, Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> let's do this thing. It's the NBA trade deadline. So we're making it the imaginary pro wrestling trade deadline. There are no rules here. I was like, you know, like, you know, just scatter shooting on our text thread saying if you want to d- use pro re- or basketball terms, you know, if you want to trade the rights to a wrestler who is no longer under contract or no longer appearing on TV, and you, know, you could do that. Just you, wh- however you want to do it. Um, uh, everybody, every wrestling company in the world is available here. Um, 
uh, we, we asked Phil in particular to be on. He's a diehard NBA fan, but also he knows the he knows all of the the the, the various parts of the wrestling world that we don't talk about on a weekly basis better than any of us in Mexico and even Japan and the entire indie scene. So, um, uh, you know, feel feel free to jump in and edit any of our any of our trades that, that venture into those territories too, Phil. If we're totally off base, um, we'll do. Uh, but man, I mean, I just have, I just have a wild list here. Should, should I go first? Who do you, who should we go first? Yeah, go first. Go first. Kick it up for us, Dave. It's the Masked Man show. It's not the okay. Phil Steiner show. I'm going to, I will go first. I will go first with it. I have a lot of multiplayer trades, a couple, a couple of multi-team trades. Um, I'm going to do one that's just a straight up one for one that might, that might be a little bit uncomfortable. Um, Uh-oh. WWE straight up trades AJ Styles to AEW for Jade Cargill. Who says no? <laughs> I think AEW says no. <laughs> yeah, I think AEW says no. Too. I think AEW says no. Jade you don't think Cargill. there's like a you don't think that Tony Khan can just is just like wants to book AJ Styles against all of his top guys just for one for well, a think- couple of years at the end. I totally believe Tony Tony Khan has a has a has an affinity for any of the Ring of Honor legends, and mm-hmm. of course, I think AJ Styles, even though he hasn't spent nearly enough time in there as the others, I think he wants to make the most of his investment in the Ring of Honor tape library. And anybody from that era, whether it's Bullet Club or any of that stuff, like makes total sense. But I just they didn't do a good job of it celebrating the 50th win, but I just believe Jade Cargill is more valuable to AEW than anything. You know what I'm saying? Like she just checks so many boxes. And at this point, I, I mean, yes, AJ's this now, this is gonna sound blasphemous. This is gonna sound hella blasphemous. AJ Styles, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. But in 2023, do you want to see five more years of AJ Styles or five more years of Jade Cargill? See, we we talk about NBA. You know, the NBA comparisons are legit. They obviously have shorter contracts now than they used to in the NBA. Yeah, but like, I feel like in pro wrestling, you can't be booking out more than two years. You can just right, it's impossible to predict. Even two years. So, Look so if Cargill. you think, so if you Jade think you Cargill can get two years out of year. AJ Styles, then that's sort of like you know, is Jade Cargill going to be wrestling in two years? Who knows? She might be I've, making movies or something. Yeah. Sure. But but I think Jade Cargill has had a better year than AJ Styles had this past year. Is that is that no? Mm-hmm. What the, what did AJ Styles do this past year? What did he do this year that was like, oh man, you know, he can't, you know, he's untouchable in the trade right. draft. All right, all right. Then. What has he done? Jay Cargill's kind of like, you know, your like Paulo, maybe not even Paulo Machero, but like your Chet Holmgren kind of like all of the, <laughs> the upside. Yeah. The, the upside is promising. huge. Yeah. But you know, it's upside. There's a lot of upside <laughs> where that hasn't uh hasn't turned into it's like, are you something trade, that matters. Are you gonna trade like uh who's a, who's a, who's a who's a steady NBA player? Like not a star, but just like a steady, like he'll be in the hall. Like, would you trade like the last like year Clay Thompson? Anthony? Yeah, okay, yeah. perfect. Would you trade Clay Thompson straight up for Victor Wombanyama? No, would you? But maybe for not. but maybe for Chet, <laughs> maybe for Chet, if you're trying to if you're the Thunder trying to put together a championship run or, or a playoff run. No, 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 man. Like I like the promise of Jade. I like the fact that she um she checks off way more boxes than AJ does. And I think AJ's best years are kind of behind them already. Where Jade's so. are, 
I think that I think the W that if I'm Tony Khan, I'm asking for like Saul Ruka in addition mm. to AJ Styles. All right, there I'm you asking, go. I like that. I'm asking for like a okay, prospect. <laughs> I need a small forward. Like yeah. if you're taking Jay Cargill, I need somebody who's gonna play a similar role in the offense. So there give you me one of your you have eleven to 16 track and field gymnastics, <laughs> green gymnastics women in NXT already. So can you give me like somebody who could t- sop up some of the Jade Cargill minutes? Yeah, I, like I that. think that's, 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 I fair. that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I'll do let's, that trade. Let's move on. Kaz, what's your first trade? Uh, it's not really it. Mm, okay. All right. Here's a trade. Is it I, not really a trade? Or that's why is that what we're doing, Kaz? <laughs> is that all we can prepare for this? I'm not really a trade. My bad guys, my bad guys. Um, I would from AW, I would trade the rights to Miro for at least okay, Miro for Cedric Cedric Alexander, Mm -hmm. Shelton Benjamin. Mm-hmm. And a black wrestler to be named later. <laughs> <laughs> Just because I don't want, I don't. I mean, as much as I love the hurt business, I'm tired of. People fantasy booking a million other black guys in the hurt <laughs> business, which is like, all right, we can just end this completely. And then two, I would just love to see Shelton Benjamin just fucking wow out for like one yeah. year, right? Like he's the one guy I think of. You know, you want to talk about people who have just as much international experience, world experience, legend experience with Hall of Famers. Like Shelton Benjamin, I never really got to cook on the main United States front like he has in like the ruthless aggression era and in Japan. I'd love to see Shelton Benjamin just go and just work with a bunch of AEW guys. And here's the thing. I say a lot of shit about AEW because I don't think they tell the longest stories. I think they're I think where they benefit most is just by having banger matches with not necessarily a bunch of bunch of fucking stories or whatever. But just this past month, we've had like four classic Daniel Bryan matches. Not really much build up. It was just like, hey, Daniel Bryan's wrestling that guy. How fun would it would would it be to see like Daniel Bryan's wrestling Shelton Benjamin for 30 minutes on Dynamite? Daniel Bryan's wrestling Cedric Alexander or 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 Adam Page is wrestling Cedric Alexander for 30 minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like I think and on top of that on the other side, Miro um, he's one of the guys I think from AEW would probably do the best if he came back to WWE, ran it back as Rusev, uh, bigger, stronger, you know what I'm saying? More, more cut than he was when he left. Um, I just think, you know, he's done well in AEW. He was one of the first guys to make that jump, but it's time for him to go back home. Like, I don't know if he's just waiting for and, his contract to be ran out or something or whatever. It, it but feels like, like Miro's the OG Ananobi of this process. I bet <laughs> all of us have a Miro trade mm-hmm. in our in our notes app. I yeah. definitely have a Miro trade in my notes app. No, it's it really hard. Like- it's, it's someone could someone could give three picks for him and somebody could, you know, and somebody might not value him more than, you know, just like a, yeah. a, a mid-card wrestler. It's it, it, the value question for him. It's really interesting. I think we can all see the upside. Yeah. By the way, on your trade that you just mentioned, Cedric Alexander, another Ring of Honor guy who would, you know, I you think fit in, fit in really obviously as can do a lot more than he gets to show on WWE. Okay, Phil, what's your what's your trade? Okay, so you mentioned when you when you texted me about this that you wanted me to do think about some international things, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about New Japan and um, and Switchblade Jay White. They announced recently signed. 
with the WWE, right? So is that, he officially the, signed with WWE? I, I, I thought I saw that, that too. Yeah. I thought he's mm. officially signed. No, it's but not, there goes my I mean, there, there goes my rights to Jay White trade. But go ahead. <laughs> so no, I so New Japan, I think needs somebody to head up the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club is a huge uh, mm. um, merch seller for them, and they need a new top Bullet Club guy. So that's going to be my goal here is to get them. Uh, and so I got a bunch of possibilities. I'll do my Miro one. Because I think Miro is traditionally the type of guy you would think is the head of a bullet club because they've it's been more smaller, you know, AJ Styles, Adam Cole, Kenny Omega type of dudes. Mm -hmm. But it could be a little bit of a different vibe. He certainly has the sort of charisma and microphone skills to do it. And I think it would be a cool, a cool, different sort of guy that they don't really have in the New Japan heavyweight scene right now, especially because they were kind of doing it with Jonah. And then he left. So my trade, it's a pretty simple one. I got some more complicated ones later. It's Miro uh, from AEW for Zack Sabre Jr. from New Japan. Mm. Miro goes and heads the Bullet Club. Zack Sabre Jr. slots right in as your guy having these great technical matches. You get to do the Brian Danielson match that you didn't get to do at Forbidden Door. You get to do Claudio. You have him as an antagonist maybe for whatever's left of the Blackpool Combat Club, where, you know, he claims all these bunch of Americans pretending they're from England and they know English wrestling. Let me show you how it really works. I'm going to show you how, you know, because he's a really good, arrogant uh, jerk when it comes to that kind of stuff on the mic. So I can see him having really fun. Like, you guys are pretending to play around with Blackpool. Let me show you Blackpool. Wheeler, you done. I'm going to rip all your Ooh, I like uh, that. joints out of your shoulder. So that's my, that's my first one. Straight up. Miro goes and runs a bullet club. Zack Sabre Jr. comes over and terrorizes people at AEW. I was trying to get Baron Corbin to New Japan to lead the Bullet Club. Could we not have Baron Corbin for like two young lions to be named later? <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> then I'm thinking more of like the Jeff Jarrett is in the Bullet Club, sort of like let's just get let, let's just get go away heat and see what we can do with it, sort of move. But yeah. Um, all right. No, I like that trade. I think that's it. I love the, I, I was trying, I was trying to figure out a, a Zack Sabre trade. Couldn't find anything I was happy with. I like that idea though. That's, that's really smart. Um, who's next? Ben, you got one? Yeah. So you guys mentioned a couple of guys and girls already that were on my board. So just for the sake of freshness, I'm going to, I'm going to mix it up here and, and mention some other names. Uh, and so when I was crafting these trades, kind of the basis of mine were either creating some fresh starts for people or bringing the band back together. I'm really, I'm really right now in the Warriors should bring back KD mode. That's just where mm -hmm. I am mentally. <laughs> okay. So getting the band just, back just, together is good. Just so you all know. So I have a three-way deal. Okay. In honor right. of uh, the boss man, Bill Simmons, who loves creating fake three-way deals. Who's watching the salary cap on this one? Brian, do you have the are you, do you are you we have the numbers? <laughs> I'll, pull, I'll yeah. pull up the salary cap meter. Pull it up, yeah. Right. Uh we'll, we'll call Bobby Marks after this. All right. We have I have Samoa Joe. Going Ugh. back to WWE okay. for the third time, it's third stint. <laughs> I have Chris Bay from Impact going to AEW, and from WWE, they send Ricochet to Impact. Now, Ooh. this is my thought. Ooh. Okay, okay, I, okay. I, Samoa Joe, look, third time's a charm. Trips is in charge. We get this right. We do it the right way with Samoa Joe. And and he just runs roughshod over over everybody. Chris Bay, I was 
I, I was still am. I was really big on him a couple of years ago, kind of around the pandemic wrestling time. Yeah. He was actually my first professional wrestling interview like back in the day. It was he was super cool. He he can go. He I love watching this. Dude I'm a wrestling. big fan of Chris Bay. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, he and wrestled. Wait, he, he wrestled all three promotions in like a month. Right, that was his big claim to fame in the in the post pandemic period or during right. the pandemic, also, whatever. Also, Bullet Club member or was I, I mm-hmm. forget kind of where he is on that. But he, to Kaz's point earlier, you know, AEW loves putting on bangers. Let's give this dude a bigger stage to put on a hell of a banger. I don't care who it's with. I just know he can do it. And Ricochet, look, I I love the dude. I, my wife is in love with Ricochet to a point that makes me very uncomfortable. But like, <laughs> he's, he's kind of at a point where it's just, you know, there's a ceiling with him, right? It's Intercontinental Champion, U.S. Champion. That's, that's really it. I think that's where they see him. Put him in impact. Let's give this dude a world title shot. Just let, let him give him a oh, shot. Oh, he's face of the company material. Yeah. As, oh yeah. Right. He'd, he'd be the, the biggest star guy, in Impact if he went there. Uh, have him put on some bangers against Josh Alexander, and I think it's a win-win for for everybody. Everyone is is kind of happy with what they got, and everyone, all three of those guys, I feel like could thrive in their new spaces. So that is my that, that I like was that the, the, the best three way. I like, like Chris. I like Chris Bay too. I think Cody Cotton's going to want something else. Give put, throw Johnny Swinger in. into the deal, yeah. We get- yeah, you need to put Mike Jackson in the deal or something like that. Sure, uh, yeah, yeah. because I, I, I Samoa Joe is a big part of their you know promotion. He's got the yeah. TNT title. Yeah. He's not really, he's really the king big. of television. Yeah, he's the king of television. You're, you know, Chris Bay is good, but you know, you gotta. Can you can you give me Mike well, Bailey? Well, 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 how about we throw in an unprotected first rounder uh, for AEW okay. somewhere in there? Yeah, sprinkle that in yeah. to sweeten the deal. I like that. Yeah. I got um, Brian. I'll let you go next, but since we're talking Ricochet, uh, I need I, I have one Ricochet trade. Phil, I need you to fact check this one, okay? Or 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 quality check this one. This is one of my big swings. Ricochet and Rey Mysterio's expiring contract. Okay. <laughs> to tra- basically the basically a retirement tour for Rey Mysterio. Money, money off the books to yeah. to to triple A. <laughs> For Psycho Clown, can we make that deal work? That's a good deal. I mean, I had some. I I also <laughs> had some Ricochet Psycho Clown. I was just going to do it straight up. I I, I mean, Ray's expi- like Ray's expiring though. Uh, is the AAA farewell? I mean, you got to do the Dominic match first though. That's the problem. Sure, right? you wait till after it's WrestleMania. Time, you know, it's a yeah, timing you- thing. Yeah, you got to get the Dominic match out, and then Ray's. But then Ray can just go and just sell out a bunch of, sell out a bunch of arenas down there, and then we get to see what Psycho Clown can do north of the border. I, I mean, I am there is no one in the professional wrestling world who just intrigues me more, mostly thanks to you know you writing about him and talking about him, Phil, than Psycho Clown because I just I don't know. But it would be so much fun to see him just you know pop up at a WWE pay per view and see what the crowd did. It would it could be amazing. It would be really good. And, and AAA is a place where old guys can. I mean, Ray could wrestle another 20 years. Sure. <laughs> AAA, right? Like, Facts. I mean, you know, they just ran those masks. They were having like El Canac was working that mask tournament last year. And he's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. sick you know, can't walk up the, they, they did not have the ring steps because some of these guys couldn't walk up the ring steps in their knees. Or so Ray could literally wrestle in AAA for, you know, another 15 or 20 years easy. 
Um, so he doesn't, that's like, that's to be, it's an expiring contract, but it's a long expiring. It's a, right. He could have a, he could have a Udonis Haslam run in triple A where he's just on the bench <laughs> back you know, for a long time. Uh, I mean, I, I, I psycho clouds your triple A, you know, I think your triple A number one draft pick in a lot of ways. So I got right. It's, you can't just give him away. I mean, that's a, right. he's, he's, he has so much value to them. So you kind of have to overpay. Yeah. Um, and that's Ray Mysterio. Um, Brian, what do you got? So I'm going to do a sign and trade deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're going to sign Naomi, but we're going to trade her to AEW for Mercedes Martinez and Kiara Hogan. Mm. Oh. I, I want to get my dream match of Mercedes versus Charlotte Flair. And this is the way to do it. And it's going to, uh, Mercedes is going to show up after WrestleMania. And, Challenge Charlotte, and she's going to be Mercedes Martinez. She's not going to be Retribution. She's going to be who she is, and we're going to get that match going. And we'll send Kiara Hogan to NXT, and she'll wrestle Roxanne Perez. Oh, I like that. Okay, wow. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Mercedes like that Martinez too. I mean, I I love the idea of a Martinez Flair showdown. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's it seems sort of like. I mean, obviously, they like her a lot over there at AEW Ring of Honor. Uh, it's kind of unclear whether or not she sort of served her purpose over there. So, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe that trade makes a lot yeah, of sense. I, I, I like it as a trade of people who aren't obviously doing a ton, right? right? Like, you know, that's the that's the, the beauty of that. That's like a a second draft uh, trade for like these guys like Hero and you know, obviously Naomi's not even wrestling. Mercedes Martinez, I haven't we haven't seen her since the ROH pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, the one question I have is like, did the WWE seem they had Martinez Martinez, Mercedes Martinez, yeah. and Cutter? Um, maybe she would have been brought back as on the wave of uh, of Triple H rehires if she had gone to ROH. So right, that was uh, uh, she probably would have showed up on you know on Raw at some point uh, there. So maybe that's not an issue of them not wanting. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily, yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Kaz, you got another I got, one? I, I got a big one, man. You guys, right. are, you guys, are, you guys are you're playing. You're playing with your food. I'll, I'll try to. Go, I'm trying to go for a big trade right here. I'm Mark Cuban right now. All right. <laughs> so this is what we're doing: three way trade. New Japan, WWE, AEW. Seth Rollins says, "God damn it! If y'all don't put me in a main event, I won out. I'm not resigning next year." Oh. And Triple H Here says, instead go. of that, we're just going to get rid of you. <laughs> Tony Khan brings back CM Punk. 
Tony Conte, you guys got to get along or one of you guys got to go. And the, all three of the elites says, you know what? We out. So this is what we do. Three-way trade, Will Ospreay, Seth Rollins, the elites. The elites traded oh. to the WWE. AW acquires both. Wait, all Seth, three of them? All three. All three. <laughs> All three of those guys. I don't know if this is going to work with the numbers. It's going to go on. It's going to work. It's going to work. Trust me on this. I trust you. So, AW sends Kenny Omega, Matt, and Nick Jackson to the WWE. The WWE and AW both send Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay. I mean, WWE New Japan send Seth Rollins and Will Ospreay to AW. WWE to make the contracts work. Send New Japan back Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh. Shinsuke and New Japan, Seth and Will carrying AEW with their real life feuds. And the elites are now in WWE with all the Kenny Omega Dream matches back with Cody Rhodes. Seth is done playing second fiddle to Roman. Seth gets to go to AEW, work with Mox again, work all those Ring of Honor tapes with Danielson. Him and Will Ospreay arrive on the same fucking day and stare at each other like Triple H and The Undertaker right before WrestleMania. Well, that's that's nothing. money. All right. I, I have that's no problem there. there. Is it guaranteed <laughs> the main event spot at uh, Double or Nothing? Guaranteed. Or the, uh... Guaranteed. They don't even yeah. say anything. <laughs> Seth and Will just look at each other and they just look at the Double or Nothing sign and they just point at each other. And no. that's the fucking match, right? <laughs> the Double or Nothing. Is the Double or Nothing sign a thing? That's the thing. Yeah, they got or, it. Or is that part of the train? You got to throw in a make a Double or Nothing sign. For wherever, wherever Seth goes, he's like, I need a sign to point to guys how are we gonna know where the matches happen? So. I, I, lo- I love this trade as the ombudsman for foreign wrestling gotcha i think you i think new japan needs something else and the beauty of wwe is they're like the thunder right with nxt they have <laughs> so many picks okay right? like they okay. can just throw it so i think you gotta like i was you gotta throw in like Throw in Ilya Dragunov or something like that. Ooh, or throw in like okay. one of these NXT guys that aren't being used to go to New Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, throw in Miko Satomura to stardom. I think you need like another uh, one. Okay, more so thing, I, like that. I, I like that. I like that. Throw Miko and Shinsuke to New Japan. They both get hometown veteran heroes to their country. Osprey is your youngest, probably biggest star in that company. And, and that's not in WWE. They get their guy in AEW. They lose three, their last three founders of the company, but they get two fucking megastars in Tyler Black slash Seth Rollins and uh, uh, um, um, Will Ospreay. And the elite, they finally get to conquer the one place that they haven't conquered yet in world wrestling entertainment. Kenny Omega gets to do the one thing that he hasn't done before he can really call the career or really establish himself as the greatest ever. You can't, as great as you are, you got to go to the big show eventually. And I think they'll have some great trios matches. That bloodline Mm. storyline is already built in. You know what I mean? Bloodline versus the elite. You feel me? Like... Seth got so many dance partners in, in AEW that he'll go over there and absolutely destroy it. I think it's a win for all parties involved. 
What do you? Yeah, I think with Phil's addendum, and that that yeah, that was a good sense. addendum. Yes, definitely. Thank you. Adam. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think you also. I think because it's been so long, you got to add in the trade the rights to the name Seth Rollins. I don't <laughs> okay. think you. I don't. I don't think you want to go back to Tyler Black. I think you need but, to. But that's he all. has. But he has Tony Khan does own all the Ring of Honor library. If there's any people that can remind people exactly who Tyler Black is, he can do it. You know what I mean? It's not like they have to make a whole bunch of new video vignettes on to to reintroduce the guy. Like they got him. That's a that's a good point. You know, so there's a, there's a possibility there. But I think and you could save a little money. The name Seth Rollins costs a lot of bread. So you know okay. you already you already lost the elite. You can't lose that much more money. You know what I'm saying? No. So let's see. I think that works. All right, Phil, what do you got next? Okay, so I'm going back to trying to get a bullet club leader. This is going to be a big one, and I'm just going to do it. The AEW mm-hmm. with the rights to CM Punk as the new leader of the bullet club <laughs> for, Mer- for Mercedes money, just straight up. Big, no. I know. I know. Big stars don't get traded. This, you know, like one for one, like this. Normally, I know you usually need to do. This is like this is even bigger than Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook. But that's what I'm doing. You just so she comes in as the uh, to lead your WWE Invader group of women, right? Or decide to be like the sting where we don't know what side she's in in your <laughs> WWE Invader group of women versus your AWM. Punk you. Get value for the punk contract, right? It's like punk that like we the, the perfect analogy Kaz made of punk is Kyrie Irving. This is even better than getting, you know, the draft pick, Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney Smith, mm-hmm. right? You get a, a legit big name, and punk gets to go over to New Japan, which is something he's really has not wrestled very much in Japan at all in his career. Really short couple of a cup of coffee in zero one when he was like you know, in his early twenties, mm-hmm, still on the mm-hmm. Indies. Like, so this is his chance to really do what I imagine has to be at least sort of a bucket list thing for a guy who's as big a wrestling nerd as CM Punk is. I mean, CM Punk is, yeah. CM Punk's a guy who bought bootleg tapes from me like you know twenty years ago. He's like, so, yeah, he's I, a hardcore guy. So this is his chance to really be, you know, have this a stage he's never been on. And, you know, if you can imagine the Bullet Club logo with the axe straight edge axes on it, how many shirts would that sell? Oh, a billion. I mean, and, it, and it's maybe the only place where shirt. he could like, he would really have carte blanche to rehabilitate his career, his image. You know, if he put in, if he put in, you know, five good years in New Japan, that would totally rewrite the legacy of CM Punk. So, uh, so is the, is I the like the trade. Is the NWE a thing right now? Is that what they're calling this, this invading... Women on AEW? <laughs> no, the, the, is that a thing? The end of uh, allegedly, like they call it, new women everywhere. Whatever, it's, it's catching. Oh. Uh, I think Soraya said something on Instagram, and they started wow. spray painting L's on people. Thumbs down, uh, down to that name, but it's not a terrible idea. No, <laughs> I, I see, I see, I see where they're going with it, but I'm just like NWE. I'm like ah. Fake NWOs have only only ever worked when it was the LWO and Eddie Grant. That's the only time a fake NWO has you ever You don't like the successful. Blue World Order? You didn't you weren't a fan no. of that? No, it was stupid. I like um, Stevie Richards and okay, but no. Uh wait, can we just do it? Let's just do anyone that has a Miro trade now. I want to hear what your Miro trade is. Ben, what's oh. your Miro trade? 
I did have a Miro trade. Uh, not sure this will work anymore, but I'm still gonna I'm gonna throw it out there, and we can we can help help me edit it. I have Miro plus an unprotected first rounder, straight up from from the Monster Factory. How does that work? Yeah, (laughs) no, for for Bray Wyatt. So my thinking here was just you bring back Rusev, Rusev Day. That never got its full run that I think it deserved. It was it was an incredible run. Bray is I feel he's in this weird spot where. People want to like him in WWE, but they keep, I don't know, they keep dropping the ball with, with his gimmick. I feel like it could use some rehabilitation over in AEW, and they could maybe do this dark character correctly. So that's that's where my Miro trade was at. Uh, it wasn't my best one, but I had to, I had to bring back Miro to WWE somehow, and uh, I thought Bray Wyatt was a good way to do it. Brian, there's did you have, there's did, no way. There's no way. That Bray Wyatt's on the block. Anybody, no, anybody but Bray Wyatt is involved in Bray Wyatt creative. <laughs> like, it's, like it's very easy to, to call, you know, dropping the ball. I'm like, nah, bro. I think if any, if it's not working, this is all. I, Bray. I, I, <laughs> did he, he sign off a Mountain Dew though? Did he What's sign up? off a of Mountain Dew? He signed off a of Mountain Dew. Pro- they got paid a million dollars for that. Are you kidding? <laughs> That's not the problem. You're it not sound like it was going great Dew. until the Mountain Dew thing <laughs> derailed <laughs> this otherwise excellent chart. I just want to go on the record here. When Bray Wyatt came back and we did the post show for yeah. the, that pay per view, everybody was like, "This is amazing! I'm so excited!" I was like, "I don't know. This looks like the same stupid shit he was doing before he left." <laughs> and I wanted to take my goddamn victory lap. Because I got roasted. People on Twitter <laughs> were going at me. And it's just like, I'm saying, I'm saying, I think history has judged me correctly. And, yeah. I, and I don't want, so can we trade trade Bray Wyatt to a promotion? I, MLW? Maybe. Uh, Mom, that'd be a good one, actually. Jesus. Hammerstone and uh, like, uh, I don't know, Microman That's- or something like that. <laughs> Oh, we get our Hammerstone trades in next. I've got, there's got to be more than one. Does anybody else have a Miro trade? I've got a couple here. Um, I got one. What's yours? This is a um, so I have Warlow and Miro for Mustafa Ali and Drew McIntyre. Oh, Drew McIntyre would be yeah. Andre the Giant over there. That's not a bad oh, idea. Yeah, Drew would be a fucking god in AEW. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, wait, who was it for? For Warlow and who? Warlow and Miro. Miro. I, I think that's too much. Yeah. I yeah, don't I mean, think you can much, get. Yeah. But maybe, okay. m- maybe I have. I I, I think I've, I I couldn't I get, couldn't quite get the the value on Miro. I have, okay, what, how about this one? Wardlow's values went down a lot since. So maybe. Yeah, maybe yeah but works. he just had the big return. How about I, I do have some Wardlow stuff big? in here. How about this? <laughs> how about this for Miro? And he's sort of big, so I guess that's sort of a big return. But I think that necessarily, necessarily blew the roof off the place. Gets, oh, he's got a new haircut now. Also, Wardlow is like one of those guys. It was like when when Mike Awesome went to WCW, yeah. and you were like, "Oh, he's not that big." Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. He looked enormous in ECW as this monster, and you get him there, and it's like, "Oh, he's I don't know, three inches shorter than Sean O'Hare, and like two sixty-five. <laughs> so I, I think Wardlow in the WWE he gets over there, and he's like, "Oh, a lot of his aura goes away when for he realizes sure. he's not that big." Mm. Yeah. What about um? Miro to WWE for Dolph Ziggler and Cameron Grimes. Mm. Cameron Grimes would That's could ex, could be huge in AEW. And I feel like not Grimes, just Simons. I feel like Grimes would 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 be a lot. 
I mean, granted, Ziggler's brother is there, so I think there could be some cool stuff that they do together. But I do think Cameron Grimes would definitely be a lot more viable to them, uh, to AEW, than Dolph Ziggler would at this point. Well, Ziggler's a little bit of a throw-in in this trade. I just don't think Grimes is there. And Ziggler also can give you relative star power immediately, right? Yeah. You could plug is, is, is Ziggler a positive salary at this point? I'm not sure his contract. <laughs> like, like you got to sell tickets. Are you cutting, are you cutting to Ziggler? attach a second to Dolph Ziggler to get off that Dolph Ziggler this is contract the, at this point. This, this uh, is, he's, not, he's not a Westbrook, but this is the, but this is the <laughs> let's sign Westbrook to sell tickets theory, right? You get some, yeah, you, you'll get okay. some people out there because Ziggler's a big name, relatively speaking. Okay. No? All right. He was on Total Divas, well, well, so... Let's ask Kaz this. Kaz, are you more Cameron Grimes or Quentin Grimes? Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> Quentin Grimes is definitely come on guys don't make me don't make me choose yeah I'm more Quentin I, Grimes I, I, than I, I follow Kaz on Twitter I, most of the things he, he tweets 75% of his tweets are about Quentin Grimes I fucking He's love it. Quentin Grimes yo. you guys don't understand man like I look at him and I'm just like that's the next, the next Clay Thompson right there Quentin Grimes oh, yeah. God. I love I love I have an unhealthy appreciation for Quentin Grimes and his and his uh his uh, his stock, I guess, yeah. you know. So I, don't, I wouldn't give up on that too easily. I wouldn't trade it for Donovan Mitchell. That's how much. That's how you, what you should know about how much I love Quentin Grimes. <laughs> I didn't. I was like, no, he can't go. He's too valuable. He's gonna be. He's gonna be one of those guys in three years that is like a 18 point per game scorer who like knocks out 40% of his threes. Like, Oh, this guy's invaluable. And it's like, you just kind of gave him to Utah. Like, you're not going to do that. You know? Yeah. So, and Cameron Grimes is, is already rich, so he doesn't need me. Quentin Grimes. Is, is, he, even, is he hurt <laughs> or something? I haven't seen Cameron Grimes on TV in a long time. Well, I thought he, like, there was a lot of talk value. that he's been, yeah, there was some talk that he was backstage doing some of the stuff with Bray, but, but I don't know if that ever, is he Uncle Howdy? I don't know if he was maybe being Uncle Howdy before Bo got there. I don't know what the story That's was, funny. but there were some weird Uncle Howdy rumors or, you know, whiffs that didn't really make a lot of sense and, and um, you know, that might have connected him. I don't know. I don't know. He'd be an interesting person to connect to that, but dude, I mean, his NXT run was just so elite. He could be, you know, I would love to see him have a couple years in a place like AEW just to go nuts before he settles into a full-time, a, 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 a semi-retirement of WWE character work or whatever, mm. you know? I mean, it, he's going to be a star no matter what he does, but man, he can really go. Um, there, was a, there was a period when he was Trevor Lee where he would be in working in North Carolina where he'd be working these like 90-minute matches against guys you've never heard of and he'd be like, mm. oh man, this was a really great... I hate, hate watching anything that's over 50 minutes, but this 90-minute Trevor <laughs> Lee, uh, um, you know... Yeah. Roy Wilkins match is really great. Uh, so he's definitely somebody who hasn't had a chance to scratch his potential uh, in in NXT. Although when he's given the chance, he's been really good. Mm. Um, although he does feel a little duplicative in AEW, right? It seems like they've yeah, got a lot of seems Trump, like, the, like Cameron Grimes-ish guys. Although he can talk and do character stuff. So that, that may, may put him above. Yeah, I think when I'm thinking about AEW, I'm often thinking about can I diversify, right? Like, is it like do we? I don't. So it's less about like getting guys like Ricochet and Cameron Grimes there, but like, can I get do something when I get the Creeds there? Can I get some yeah. of the guys who are going to be doing something a little different than AEW house style to mix it up a little bit? Yeah, okay, but at least with Cameron Grimes, his gimmick is not that he is one of the best wrestlers in the world. He's like a character who can just incidentally like go toe to toe with all the dudes that you have at the top of your card. 
but I but but that's a but that's a that is a good point. Um, all right, who's got one? Who, who's got one? Who's got a, a, a trade burning a hole in their pocket? Ben, I got a, I got Ryan, a trade burning a hole in my pocket. Kaz, go. Right now. Okay. AEW needs some star power, some old guys. You know what I'm saying? The expiring contract of William Goldberg <laughs> oh. goes oh to AEW. He's back on Turner Network Television, the network he made famous for the rights to Swerve Strickland. Swerve for Goldberg. <laughs> I don't think AEW gives up Swerve that easily, but that's no, a good trade. Really wants to wants to fix hit row like they like they got a hole in their head and they will do anything to get Swerve back. And Swerve has risen his stock so high that he is now available to go straight up for four matches of guaranteed sellout box office Goldberg matches for the next year in AEW. What are your four Goldberg matches? My four Goldberg and AEW matches? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Goldberg versus Sting. And it's like really not a match. It's just a freaking a spectacle. You know what I'm saying? Lots of, lots of schmazes and all whatever. But you could say Goldberg v. Sting on a marquee and people will come Ooh, and watch that, right? Maybe a tag. Because I don't know if those guys can work singles matches. But Goldberg being brought in as the Semitic enforcer for MJF. I bring in the super Jew. I bring in the super Jew to take care of the take care of the people. I kind of like that idea. Oh, you just fixed my trade. Okay, so that's my that's my headlining match. Uh, Darby Allen yeah, and Sting, the spooky goth guys versus the angry Jews. <laughs> the angry Jews. Evan Goldberg. That is a legends match right there. That's at least he one. Keep, of them. MJF keeps talking about how he's a tough uncle. <laughs> Like, oh, I'm going to need backup. I'm going to have to bring my tough uncle and everybody think it's going to be a joke. Like, oh, he's bringing in his tough uncle. And then it's fucking and then Goldberg. And then his tough uncle is Goldberg. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. I would love that. Oh, my god. All right, gosh. let's keep trucking along, Brian. Uh, ben, who's got a trade? I have I have a selfish one that I'd like to throw out there. So, Go for it. Again, just fresh starts or bringing the band back together. That was my trade strategy. So I've got Adam Cole. And Claudio Castagnoli and Billy Gunn from AEW. Oh, wow. Going to WWE for Braun Breaker and Solo Sokoa. Look, I just, we just got to, I didn't, I don't, I haven't been a fan of Adam Cole's run uh, in AEW. I, his debut was fine. Then he's, a, he's just been kind of there. And again, let's redo it. Let's bring him back to the main card with Triple H at the helm. I think we do this the right way. Claudio. Also, just bring him back. I think we could do this. We could kind of fix uh, what what went wrong. Billy Gunn, I'm just tired of these. DX. If we're going to keep doing these DX reunions, <laughs> that's fine. But let's just get Billy Gunn back and just put the band back together. And then uh, also, uh, one domino effect of this is Departy and on up, up, down, down gets back together fully as a whole. There you WWE go. We can run that contact. Mm-hmm. And then in AEW, Braun Breaker. Uh, look, I've wanted to like Braun forever. I just can't, I can't do it, but maybe I could in AEW and solo. I, I love solo Sokoa. I just don't know what he looks like without the bloodline on the main roster. I, I think I could see him in AEW by himself. So I think this just works for everybody. I don't know what the contracts look like and, and, and how the money works. Uh, Phil, you're the resident Bobby Marks for this. So maybe you can kind of fix the holes that are in this, but that's, uh, 
this, this mean, is a selfish trade. This is a this is a me trade, by the way. Solo is interesting, right? Because he's in the middle of this whole thing that that they're <laughs> building their whole promotion around, right? Like this is like you're taking a big part of the rotation out of the you know out of the mix. Um, it's interesting. I boy, I don't know. That's a that's a fascinating one. I Adam Cole is like one of the guys I'm in my in a lot of trades in the back of my head because I think mm. he isn't somebody who is doing a ton in AEW and could I mean he's a guy you could put either in my find somebody to run the bullet club role or back in like sure. a push guy in the sure. WWE role. So he feels like a, a a guy that I don't know, man. That's that I'm gonna have to fucking chew on that one a little bit. Uh yeah. I you can, can you get can you get rid of solo in the middle of this? He feels like he's you know has such like this perfect role for him. Like I don't know if I could see him outside the bloodline either, but like part of the idea is, well, do I ever need to? Like that one hurts me. Like does he ever, know. Does he ever need to? Can he just be Arn Anderson in the whole horseman's whole career? That's not a terrible career. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Weird. I was just, I was just trying to imagine him outside of it, and I, I was just taking him, I guess, more individually than kind of their collectives at this point. Like I'm taking Billy Gunn out of the acclaim, and and you know, in the middle of this Gun Brothers thing. So, oh, it's, uh, it's wild. This is a toss. Here's the question: <laughs> shit Maybe maybe you need to maybe we need to rope in MLW to get Jacob Fatu to replace Solo Sokoa. Oh, okay, mm. yeah, like, I don't know, at, a, could, at a thirteen. I mean, you could, okay. It throws something to MLW. You could. Uh, um, this is where you send Bray Wyatt to MLW. You could send so, Bray Wyatt to MLW, or you could you know, Jordan <laughs> Devlin or something like that. Send I got Jordan it. Devlin. Oh, to Devlin's MLW. A, De- Devlin to MLW is good. I ha- here's my here's my version of that. I have I have um, uh, Jacob Fatu to WWE. Mm-hmm. This is a three teamer. Uh, Dragon off to AEW, uh, which is a big loss. But I just feel like the main roster. I mean, obviously. Fatu's got a huge main roster upside. And then AEW sends MLW uh, some, <laughs> a lot of players. Uh, Big Bill to reunite with, to reunite Enzo and Kaz over there. Uh, you can have <laughs> um, Santana, Lee Johnson, Dustin Rhodes would be a good one because they like those, you know, name recognition older dudes. Uh, maybe Sean Spears. Uh, MLW, you just <laughs> stop when you say yes. Just give me, just put up your hand. Um, but no, I, I, maybe I, I Jordy definitely Khan think just sends them eighty grand. I mean, maybe that's yeah. the answer, right? Like, cash considerations, like, yeah. Cash considerations feel like a, a decent, a decent cash considerations could be a big one. Yeah, yeah. I was also trying to work a Shane McMahon to MLW trade, but couldn't exactly. Is it Shane McMahon for Hammerstone? Is that is that a good one for one? Do you think that they could make the, both sides? Who says no to that? I mean, <laughs> was Shane McMahon the boss there or was he just the wrestler? No, Shane McMahon the character. That's it. Uh, yeah. No. And the wrestler. <laughs> and the wrestler. Yeah. No. Like a, I could be like a, into like a Shane, Miss, Shane McMahon versus Caesar Duran. Because yeah. that's the guy who used to be the used to be the head of Lucha Underground is is like doing a, a thing in MLW. People don't watch MLW. But they're, they're doing a thing in MLW yeah. right now. Uh, so you could do like a Shane versus uh, versus um, uh, Caesar Duran thing. Yeah, Madge Cooper's really tall. Like that guy's a le- literally tall. Yeah, like, he's he could a be a guy you could put in WWE and wouldn't look short. He's he's six eight easy. So, uh, but if they brought, but they could bring in Shane and pretend in, in in kayfabe or whatever. Have Shane buy the company. Think of all the attention that would get him. Uh, that, yeah. 
That's true. Yeah. You did say the character. <laughs> well, yeah, he's not actually, yeah, yeah. So that you know, be, yeah, that uh, I mean, you can let him work in the office if you want. I don't know how much mutual interest <laughs> there would be there. Um, all right. Uh, Brian, you got one? Yeah, I had an Adam Cole trade as well. Um, so I had Adam, you know, we talk about bringing bands back together, but I was bringing Christian back to WWE. So oh. him and, yeah, him and Edge can do their thing because, you know, it's always, Edge makes a bunch of comebacks. Why not make one more with Christian? And this would be for Matt Riddle and Tommaso Ciampa. I would like to see Tommaso Ciampa work with some of those ROH guys again, just on a um, you know a bigger scale. And then to see what Riddle would do, I'm already thinking like how funny it would be watching Riddle and MJF go at it back and forth. Yeah, that would be really great. What's the, um, what's Riddle, the Riddle's an inter- of Riddle right now? I have, I, yeah, I, I yeah. have one with. The, I have. Um, I think his value is pretty low. I have uh, okay. my only Matt Riddle trade right now is I have um, uh, Mance Warner to WWE. I'm a huge Mance Warner fan, and then they give both MLW and GC whoever is whoever has claim to Mance Warner gets a piece of the rights to Matt Riddle. That's it. So Matt Riddle can go back and work those uh, those shows and sell some tickets or whatever and man's to WWE. <laughs> Send Matt Riddle to the shindies. Uh, <laughs> cold, cold uh, where how far is his stock drop, right? Like he was when he was on those shows, everybody was like, What is he gonna get off the shows and back to the WWE? And I was just like, uh, I just so, don't know how to value it. He, he's on he's on Instagram with a gold grill and a mustache, man. I mean, I don't like what do you that that's yeah, that is a very GCW look, right? Like you kind of see him. As a Joey Janela tag partner now, but yeah. I'm just saying, man, that's. A, I don't think you, you could. Know, even, I asked Kaz who the Kyrie of wrestling was. I think it would be sort of. I think it would be uncomfortable if you put <laughs> if you put Riddle in that guy. You can't even bring Riddle in that conversation at this point. You don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, is it Matt what, Riddle like 38 years old too? I mean, how yeah, he's not as young as one one would think. You know, I he's mean, young for, wrestling for the, wise. For, for the, your gold grill with an Instagram model era, it's like you, at some point. I mean, you know, you grow out of that, right? I mean, if he's 22, gold grill with an Instagram model, but if you're in mid thirties, I mean, you know, come on, Matt, settle, to, get it together, my man. I got some um, really, I got some really low wattage ones here. We got to, so let's just start running through these without so much commentary. Uh, I have a three teamer, Joe Hendry of Impact Wrestling fame to WWE, um, Zicky Dice and Chad Gable to AEW, and uh, and to Impact, Kyle O'Reilly. And Bobby Roode, the, the homecoming trade, talking about getting the band back Isn't together. Kyle O'Reilly like permanently retired with a bad neck? No, he's going to make a comeback. It doesn't really okay. matter that much. It's impact. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let's see what else. Anything else worth mentioning here? Um, I, I, I got, I got a quick one. Um, um, I would, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna send Regal back uh, <laughs> already. <laughs> With Charlie Dempsey? <laughs> with Charlie Dempsey, right? If okay, the there we go. He wanted, he wanted to be with his son, and now we can do this. And Charlie Dempsey, Charlie Dempsey is incredible and has no future in WWE really at all, I think, with the style that he works, but could be absolutely incredible. But as like, but the Regal and his kid trying to make up with Danielson and, and Moxley and apologize for what he did. And I want to come back. I just needed to be with my son, but I was able to get him back here. And uh, I, I, I just want to, we're just trying to do that. Um, and then, uh, you know, send them uh, back Soraya. Mm. Oh. It's sort of an all British trade. Oh. Uh, who I don't, who I don't think is outside of her initial 
match has done a ton. And I don't know that what she's doing now is working. And I think she could have like a mo a couple moments in WWE as somebody, a returning legend there. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, the uh, Kaz mentioned the NWE storyline, if that's what we're calling it earlier. I, I think this is a, uh, this might not be enough for AEW, but just in terms of better fit in that storyline and better fit in WWE. What about Sheeta for Cora Jade straight up? Who says no? No, I think WWE says no. They know what they got in Cora Jade. I think really? Cora Jade. Yeah, I think Cora Jade's like a. She's. Um, I hate making comparisons, but like she kind of fits that mold that like AJ Lee page, like the anti diva, the anti woman's sure. rep. You know, what I mean, she's got a different, unique look to her. You know, I think WWE knows what they got in her. I don't think they trade her. I think they got a lot of these she plans is, for her. She is. She kind of is very much. Like a, a sort of a, a home goods Oscar too, right? Like I mean, aren't they do, doing very similar things in a way that I don't know what yeah. Sheeta does there? I you know she can walk like, right know, in the door and and compete at the highest level in WWE. I feel like ah oh, okay, maybe not enough. Maybe that's too much of a win now move. Uh, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, who else? Core J to AEW makes sense. I mean, they've got so many women, right? Like that's the thing about NXT is they've got this a real glut of women because it seems like their strategy has been to sign the same number of women and men almost every time they sign mm-hmm. people, people. But they yeah. don't have the same amount of time for women and men's yeah. wrestling. They do more than AW does. But so it feels like they've got this glut. Yeah. And it feels like you could do a three for one for one of the bigger, you know, Tony Storm or something like that and get some of those know, prospects over to AEW. It just feels like a lot of, there's a lot of people in N- women you. in NXT now. It's like, I don't really see them going anywhere. Yeah, no, I mean, th- that, there's definitely value to be, f- to, to look for there. Sorry, I just had an interruption from uh, my co-pilot over here. Um, <laughs> uh, ben, Brian, Kaz, you got any more trades you want to get in here? Oh, I got, like, sure I got like two more worth mentioning here. I, I got one more just just to be an agent of chaos here. Uh, I got I got Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and the Good Brothers. Uh, WWE sends them to AW for the Elite. Uh, I, I'm just looking for the Shams bomb at this point. That that tweet would shut down the internet. So yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, if we're gonna Bullet Club, Bullet Club for the Elite, it would, sounds great. Wait, wait, tell me this. I was trying to figure this out. Let's just say because we're talking about factions. What is the appropriate price if AEW and WWE got into a trade? AEW is going to send the House of Black to WWE. Is 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 it House of Black for Judgment Day minus Dom straight up? Is it House of Black for? It's almost got to be minus Dom and Rhea, though, right? Like, yeah, that's true. It's going to be main eventing WrestleMania. You're right. You're right. Or maybe plus Dom minus Rhea. What about? Okay, I know this is gonna. I know this is gonna. Uh, this is going to rankle some people here. What about the House of Black for the Hurt Business straight up? Mm. No. Mm. Nah, because you got no. a world champion in last. Bobby. Week. Yeah, but Man, has, I'm not I'm not big on Buddy Buddy. I mean, Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy's I, great. I feel Buddy, like he, he, he's yeah. better in AEW, man. We kind of seen him do his thing in WWE with like the 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 Alistair matches and the Seth matches and I'm like this. Mo- I'm so not the one up- advantage 
one advantage is that you get out the hurt business out of the WWE and you remove the temptation to fantasy book every single blockbuster <laughs> in the WWE. Yes. So it's almost like it's almost like Tibbs is your coach. It's like I got to get rid of some of these veterans to play the young guys. Exactly. I got to get rid of the hurt business so it's not so Carmelo Hayes doesn't end up in the hurt business. Right? Right. Then we're gonna be doing that in AEW, putting Swerve in there and <laughs> Keith Lee <laughs> and Will Hobbs. <laughs> That's Ricky Starks. It's a good point. You know, we train the professional wrestling promoter's desire to put every <laughs> black wrestler in a stable. Like, somehow get rid of that as the concept. Train, uh, train that wrestling Twitter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Twitter, but WWE Twitter. Uh, anybody got a last trade? <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> All right. Here, here's my most controversial trade, I think. Uh-oh. I'm not sure. This isn't that much different than the one I think Kaz you had before. Well, it's in the same ballpark. All right. This might have to wait till after WrestleMania this year. I'm not sure. But Ricky Starks to WWE for Ava Rain and all of The Rock's future guest appearances. (laughs) 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 Who says no? Presuming The Rock well, never see, wrestles again, but it's just The Rock <laughs> popping up to sell tickets or to do whatever. He's now in AEW. He shows up once a year and makes a couple of jokes. <laughs> and WWE gets, you know, a guy who many have compared to The Rock and Ricky Starks. Who says no to that? Well, see, I, would I, like I do it if of, I'm AEW. Oh, I definitely. I mean, and then you get Ava Rain too. But oh. I was thinking, like, well, you can't do the <laughs> Ava Rain is The Rock. I mean, is uh, Ricky Starks. Uh, a little sister gimmick now. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> I think that's worth it. Um, all right. Well, anyway, I think we made some good trades. I think we yeah. did. Uh, not as much as I expected for Wardlow. Um, not as much. I don't. I, we weren't able to find anything for Westbrook, the 27 and 29 first round. <laughs> 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 Train him to Noah for Gucci. I mean, um, shit. I, I'm I'm still sold on 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 MJF and Goldberg versus Sting and Darby. Like, yeah, that's not that's bad. Two, 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 that's two Jews stuff. with attitude is, is good oh, shit right there. Jews. Man. You can <laughs> the Jews with attitudes versus the dudes with attitudes. The, 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 the copyrights itself. <laughs> Phil, I have a couple of questions that were just lingering my thing for you. Where would you put Otis? Forget about the trade. If you could put Otis in any other promotion from WWE and start and kind of start from scratch with him, where would you put him? No. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And, 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 you know, they've got, you know, that's where Thatcher is. They've got guys with that body type. You can kind of turn him back around into like a, a guy who can leads into his, his amateur style. Uh, you know, the like Sakuraba's there. Otis Sakuraba could be a really fun match. You know, Mino- uh, uh, Fanaki's there. They've got a bunch of, like old shoot dudes who might be able to show him, you know, how to how to work his amateur wrestling into pro wrestling. And listen, I don't think he has. There's no way he has more value elsewhere than WWE. But no one mentioned the Miz. Is there any? Is there any trade for? Could the Miz? Could the Miz be the biggest star in Mexico for the next decade? Like, where? <laughs> what is? What is the? What, what is the non WWE option for the Miz? The Miz non- would be really good in Mexico. But the thing about Mexico is you can kind of just show up 
with an American flag and throw tortillas at the crowd and get insane heat if you're almost anyone. So it's mm-hmm. like this has got a lot of talent, but he's a, he could just it's gonna be squandered. Just yeah, he could just do it. Tim and Hannes could just do that, right? You don't really yeah. need the Miz to do that in, in Mexico. Miz is the head of the Bullet Club, and oh. like you know, as like a, the idea is that he's trying to get it on these hot topic merch sales by by uh, by, uh, and then the Bullet Club is kind of resisting him trying to to to. Uh, to but he's sort of yeah they, they're trying to resist a takeover but he's also like got some sort of sway he's got a level of pop maybe they need they realize they need the star power oh yeah that could be the interesting star power for the san jose shows i kind of like that idea but i mean the Miz is in the perfect place he should just continue to do what he does always uh yeah huh. all right well one trade deadline down let's see on th- we'll, we'll we'll be back here on the mass man show on thursday to let you know if any of these trades went through um there'll be a lot of excitement between now and then <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Phil, Matches of the Week goes up, is going up today, probably up by the time people are listening to this. Yeah, we got some got some fun ones I talked about. I mean, AEW was hard because Dynamite really had three incredible matches, but it, it got less hard once Darby had the hoodie. So mm-hmm. it got easier once they, once he came out with the thumbtack hoodie. So I wrote about that. Wrote about uh, uh, Wesley Dijak. And then I wrote about uh, Zack Sabre Jr. Ishii for the New Japan TV title which is the title that they just started and all the time limits are 15 minutes. So it's fun. It's really like Zack Sabre Jr. is basically, you know, 1992 Steve Regal, which is a fun yeah. role for him. Love it. I know it's that that was a really fun match. And I'm glad that like as soon as I started doing the I was doing the art for it and I was just like I, I dredged up and, and watched it in full and wasn't have to didn't have to skip around. That's really, really cool. Yeah, fifteen minutes, right? Yeah. In and out, you know, it's like a, a it's like a like a Chick-fil-A sandwich supposed to a sit-down meal. Which sometimes <laughs> is what you want. Uh Brian Ben, you got anything you want to plug on the way out? Uh Wednesday Worldwide. Yeah. You know, check us out on on Wednesday, uh after you listen to this episode and cheap heat. And uh, we'll we'll be there in, in the middle of the day to uh, right before the, the, de- the actual NBA trade deadline. So yeah, one of these out. trades might actually make the they said what segment? Oh, <laughs> good. Well, <laughs> we'll unpack it. We'll see you guys unpack it. Okay, well, okay. If you held anything back, I guess you can let it all out there. Kaz, you want to get your plugs in? Only thing I want to plug this week is we have Wally Mania announcements coming this week for WrestleMania weekend in Los Angeles, March thirtieth, Thursday, before. All the madness of the week kicks off this week. Thankfully, we will have some news. Tickets will go on sale, logos, pictures, and you will start hearing about all the goodness of the annual party before the biggest weekend in wrestling. Let's do it. It's going to be fun. You can find me here. You can find me on the press box. You can find me on the Book of Wrestling we're still plugging along on that one. Uh, like Ben said, check out all the great shows on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. We're here every day, and we're having more fun than ever. Uh, apologies as always to John Moxley. We'll see you back here next week, humanoids. Peace. No John Moxley trades. Who's that? How do we not trade for John Moxley? He ain't going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did say that he wants to stay at AEW for the rest of his career, and his goal is to make it a successful thing. So feels like a guy who's just, you know, we didn't Looks trade like for, maybe you know, for a minute. <laughs> yeah, we didn't trade for Roman either. It feels like it's sort of the same thing, right? Roman for Moxley. Uh, it's not gonna work. Roman, no, can we do a Roman Okada Moxley three way? With that, mm, is it? Mm, mm, not going to the same. Roman, Roman's untouchable. Funny.
Robin's but he's only wrestles like four times a year. Well, I guess that's not that big of a deal. So anywhere else but WWE. So, um, all right. Well, anyway, well, let's. Uh, the show's over. See, see you guys later. <laughs>